0: You have the ability to let people know when you like something, and you have the ability to let people know when you don't like something. And we are the media now.
1: This is the Mad Lemmings Podcast, episode number 15. Welcome to another episode of the Mad Lemmings podcast. I'm Ashley Falks, your host, and thanks for joining us again today. It's been a busy week, I must say. Finally, uh, lots of things are falling into place, and uh, I've been doing tons of podcasts this week, trying to get ahead of my usual schedule of one a week so that I can actually relax sometimes rather than constantly scheduling podcasts. I've had two podcasts including this one. And I had another one just last night. And I've got another one tonight, which actually I'm a guest on someone else's show, Rebecca Radice. If you know her, she's interviewing me, which is unusual for me. So it should be fun. And last week, I was also doing a hangout with a guy who's a WordPress security specialist. And we were discussing WordPress and WordPress security plugins and issues with WordPress and I got a copy of that Hangout and I actually cut it all up yesterday. It took me quite a bit of time to cut it up and put it on YouTube and get all the pieces right. And I'm making a post out of that. So you should take a look at that. WordPress security is something most of us ignore. And it's actually a big issue because if somebody hacks into your site and they really are malicious, they could just delete everything, lock you out. And if you don't have a decent backup or any backup at all, which I've heard stories about, then you could be in trouble. Or at the very least, you could lose the last couple of posts that you've you've had. And I've moved to a new host recently, SiteGround, and I did a review of them on Monday and they do daily backups for me. So I'm not particularly worried about that, although I do backup myself as well, which is another issue you should be concerned about. But anyway, take a look at that post, which should be out on Monday, the 8th, I think it is of June 2014, should be some interesting videos and information on there. It's not a long post, but uh, give you lots of great info. And today I've got a great guest on the show, Susan Gilbert. She's a social media uh, marketing and uh, author, helps authors uh, get found online. And she's a specialist in that area. And she actually has written a few books herself. And one of her most recent books was on clout. I don't know if you know clout or if you've maybe heard about clout. It's a way of ranking or measuring your influence online. Now that's becoming a quite a big topic as online influence becomes a big issue in media and marketing because now it's not just billboards and tv ads it's actually bloggers who are making a difference and and having a voice so this is one of the tools that's really making an impact on that and she gave some interesting examples of uh, hotel room upgrades and airline upgrades that are becoming a part of daily life at least in the usa not in europe yet but uh so we're going to have a chat about clout, what it is, how it affects you, how you can get a better score and why you should care about it. So here's the interview with Susan Gilbert. Here we go. All right. Welcome to the show, Susan. Thanks for joining me today.
0: Oh, thanks for asking me to be here, Ashley. This is fun. Yeah.
1: It's always great to meet someone new and have a chat about the things we love talking about, right?
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: So just for everyone who doesn't know you, can you give us a quick two-minute spiel on your background?
0: Sure. Well, um, my background is as an entrepreneur. I had a brick-and-mortar business in San Diego, California, and as a result of the growth that took place with that business, then I wrote a little gift book, and it's really just inspirationally based called The Land If I Can, but then I did so well in the publishing world and did so well with it online that I started helping other authors and other publishers. So there came a point that I decided that I wanted to move to the Seattle, Washington area, which is where I am now. And I sold the business in San Diego, although I am the co-author of the Idiot's Guide on how to operate and open a, uh, a coffee bar. Okay. So that was my legacy. And then... Um, Moved up here and have been helping authors and, and entrepreneurs because again, that's I've had a brick and mortar business and I can certainly help the, the solo entrepreneur. And I had fifty five employees when I had the five locations, so um, I'm not a Fortune five hundred kind of gal. I really believe in in paving your own path. And um, and then what the topic we're going to talk about here shortly is that I wrote a little Kindle book last summer on the topic of clout. And, uh, and that's kind of, I'm very passionate about that.
1: <laughs> and, and marketing, online marketing in general, you're very, uh, you're very active, right?
0: Yes, yes, very, oh. very active. And again, it's kind of, it comes as a result of I want to do it first and, and learn how to do it well and then be able to help others. That's what happened when I published The Land of I Can and then I'm walking the talk. So I use social media and I use clout because I'm always looking at how I can improve my own sphere of influence and how what's working and what's not. And then I can bring that back home and help people either through my coaching and consulting done for you services or in any books that I write.
1: Okay. So on a daily basis, you're working with uh, a variety of people doing all these kinds of things.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. And so, yeah, I mean, just getting onto the topic we're, we're jumping onto today, which is influence and clout, maybe we should first quickly just define what we're talking about for those people who don't really understand this whole influence, influences, powerful people online, because it is, for many uh, non-marketing people, quite a strange thing.
0: <laughs> well, and, and here, here's the way that I like to approach it, is that influence isn't new. Influence has been around as long as human beings have been on the planet. And the official, um, definition of influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself. Mm-hmm. So, um, to bring it into at least, you know, the 21st century kind of thing, uh, think about Dale Carnegie. Who is the grandfather of people skills and, yeah. and talking about the power of influence when he published How to Win Friends and Influence People in 1937. So uh, influence isn't new. What's what the new spin is that we now can influence people online, where in the past our influence was more person-to-person.
1: Yeah, yeah sort of an amplification going on really, with and also an ease of reach. You can reach influences very easily too.
0: Well, that's it, it, the world has become our oyster. Yes, because we don't need to do like when I had my brick and mortar business in San Diego. I could only reach those people who were within a sphere of of, of the location that were willing to come in. Yep. but you know it would be very hard to sell them coffee and muffins in Switzerland. <laughs> but when you're online, you everybody is a potential lead, a potential customer, a potential JV partner. Um, it's, it's, we're not limited anymore.
1: So is there, I don't know how to, how to place this, but is there is there a specific time when, when you would say somebody becomes an influencer or would you say we're all influencers in some way?
0: We're all influencers, it's just the degree of, yeah, and that's one of the things that clout, which is this third party social media measuring system, uh, and it's not perfect, and we'll talk about that, but sure. it, it does work. And so, what I like to think of it as is, um, when you're in school and you get a C on a particular topic, you know, you have some work to do, right? Sure if you have an A, you say, okay, I'm doing pretty well. Maybe I need to go work on that topic where you know I'm failing. Mm-hmm. So, so everybody who's in school is getting a grade. And anybody who's online, in particular, having a Twitter account has an influence score. The question is how influential and where are they on that A, B, C, D, E scale, so yeah. to speak, yeah. if we think about it in terms of um, a school and, and how well we're doing. And in my opinion, we always want to be improving.
1: <laughs> sure, okay, we, that's, that's the we hope, right? <laughs> want
0: to be, exactly. We want, we want to be improving in anything that we're learning or doing. And in business, we always want to be improving. Um, with your web work, I mean, we use Google Analytics. We use tracking so we can tell what's working and what's not. Because if we're not testing and tracking, we can't improve it. So that's what clout allows us to do is to be able to measure our influence and how well we're doing. And it does work. When I started, because I've always been active in social media, uh, I came into clout with a relatively high score. And I think high, you know, it's bantered about, but I think if you're over 45 you have, you know, you're influencing people. If you've got eight, a score of 18, you have some work to do. Mm-hmm. When American Airlines opened up their Admiral Club a year ago, I believe they were looking at anybody with a score of 50 or above. Okay. And when I published the Clout Score book last year, uh, my Clout Score was 64. And today it's 83, so, it's just constantly using the systems that are in place to see how well it's working. And I mean, how did you find me? You found me online, sure. right?
1: Yep. And through, I, I think, I mean, we've probably touched base. I'm not sure if it's been through Triber, maybe. Are you on, are you on Triber?
0: I am, but I'm not really very active there. I think we just met on, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah,
1: it's funny how it, it happens because sometimes I can't remember where, I've, where I find people. It's just yes. through certain retweets, through certain hashtags. And that's an interesting thing. It just kind of happens organically. And it's uh, exactly. and as you say, it's, it's, a, it's a calculation of your reach. If you don't have a big reach, then – because, yeah, I have no idea who I'm touching. I mean, it's uh, – yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting idea. You asking me that question because actually, I really don't know.
0: <laughs> yes, and that happens for me frequently. I did a speaking engagement in Denver at Author U the first part of May, and I used to go out and do a lot of speaking engagements when I lived in San Diego and around the country. But once I moved up onto my farm, it's pretty hard to get me out of here. Sure. <laughs> I like to stay here. But I had promised Judith Briles, the woman who. Um, puts it on and she had interviewed me on cloud and other social media topics. So, so I went out to Denver and and did that topic, but I said, I don't need to do that because uh, people find me online. They either come, my clients come to me through referrals or they find me online. Mm -hmm. And when I ask them, you know, they reach out to me, well, how did you find me? It's always going to be one of those two answers. So you really can market from wherever you are in the world and if you are influential and if you are building, you know, a good brand online then you don't really have to go out and market the way we used to.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing thing and actually many of the people I I have on the podcast when I talk to them pre-show or post-show about their situation and what they're doing and it's usually the same story. It's someone often in the middle of nowhere or in a very small place, who has very little power or connections where they are. And uh, online they appear as a complete other person. It's, uh, or maybe it's no longer the case. I mean, we say that it's not a separate thing anymore. It used to be but uh, it's really, really interesting. It's uh, it's an amazing thing. I mean, you can actually, I'm wearing a t-shirt now, which I got many years ago, which says I'm famous online. And I used to joke about
0: it. There's a cartoon that shows a dog sitting in front of a computer that says, Oh, everybody's famous online or something to that effect. And I love that. Of course, animal lover that I am, Sure, but yeah, I mean, who knows who's on the other side of that computer screen, right?
1: (laughs) It used to be a joke for me because it was always like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're famous online because you have a Facebook account or whatever. But now it actually becomes a point where, People know people and they are not even realize they're known by those people. You know, you have followers, you have people reading your blog and reading your tweets and they never respond. You don't know who they are. You don't know who's listening. You don't know who your audience is often, only a small percentage of them. And uh, yes. yeah, we have, we have a huge amount of influence. So getting back to uh, clout, which is what we were going to talk about. So this came about as a, I mean, were you using this from the beginning? Was this founded as a, basically as a way of measuring online influence?
0: Well, it, being someone who's been in social media almost from its inception before it was popular, I used to use it for SEO and for ranking websites because sure. the links sure. would get spidered so well. So as somebody who's always looking at what's what's new and a lot of things come and go, they don't stick. Yeah. So I got involved with Clout and Cred, another uh, social media measurement company, I'd say about two years ago Mm -hmm. and then finally decided to do the book last last summer because I really felt that clout is here to stay. It's not going to go away and that clout was the one that would be the leader. And certainly with its acquisition from lithium in March at $200 million in cash and stock, um, I do think clout is here. And whether people like it or not, (laughs) it's better that you know how to use it and how to improve your business because I don't think it's going away.
1: Yeah, Well, if you say, I mean, I wasn't aware of these examples being in Europe, Twitter and these kind of things are not taken seriously, but if you're saying that companies are using some of these measurements as a way of determining marketing and and reaching people, then it certainly is something worth paying attention to if you are a serious online marketer.
0: Oh, absolutely. I had a, a wonderful conversation and I've had it on my to-do list to do an article on it and I haven't yet, but a great conversation with the, the head of the social media department for American Airlines. And um, they love clout. She shared a lot of the information, the internal documents with me from the um, promotion that they did. And think about it. If, if, uh, if you're checking into a hotel, and they have your email and they can pull up your Twitter account and they see that you have a Twitter score of 83. Do you think they're going to put you next, put you in a room next to the freight elevator yes, and one that's need, it needs repair or are they going to put you in a really nice room with a view? Yep.
1: Yeah. So it's not because
0: just- they know that you have the ability to let people know when you like something and you have the ability to let people know when you don't like something. And we are the media now, yeah. you know, it, 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 we, we don't need, although we do watch TV, we do listen to the radio, but we're all look what you're creating a podcast right now. Mm-hmm. So we have the ability to affect what other people think or know. Uh, in fact, Dale Carnegie said that there are four ways and only four ways in which we uh, have contact with the world, and that we're evaluated and we're classified by those four contacts it's what we do, it's how we look, it's what we say, and how we say it mm-hmm. and we can do all of those things online
1: sure that's it's really really interesting because I've never really thought about this stuff like that because as I said here in Switzerland it's uh, social media is LinkedIn basically I mean people. Are using Facebook and LinkedIn just for personal or CV related tasks? There's very few companies using Twitter. Uh, slowly, a couple are picking it up for customer service. So things like cloud are nowhere—at least as far as I know—nowhere on on the horizon. So
0: that's fascinating because it, it's watch out! It's on its way.
1: Yeah, I can, I can know, believe as it. As
0: brands like big uh, worldwide brands like American Airlines, just as one, uh, as they become more and more um, used and and prevalent, it will spread across the world.
1: Yeah. It makes sense. Instead of saying now, okay, you need to recognize a face. Oh, that's Brad Pitt walking in. We better give him a good room. I mean, he's probably booked the top room anyway, but let's just say he hasn't. And now you're saying, okay, I can now recognize someone from their details and realize that they're more powerful than I thought. And therefore I should pay more attention to them. That's, that's really, it's an amazing thing. So What kind of things are going into a a cloud score right now?
0: For the most part, I mean, there are lots of different connectors that you can use, but the cloud score really heavily depends on Twitter, Facebook, either your profile or your page. It can't be both. So you want to pick the one that uh, you are most active on LinkedIn, Instagram, and uh, what made my score go from eighty to eighty three is Wikipedia. Oh, okay. uh, so you can connect things like Foursquare if you're very um, active there. Um, a few others like Blogger and and uh, WordPress as the, the org, not the yeah, the yeah. your website. But uh, in all honesty, the ones that that Clout really pays attention to is Twitter, Facebook. Well, even, even Google Plus, I'm connected, but that really doesn't seem to move the needle very much yet. I think that probably will change in the future. But if you are active, and I'll define what active means um, in Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, you're, you're going to bump your score up.
1: Okay. So even Instagram's having a, an influence at this because it's still one of the probably one of the smallest, right?
0: Well, it's, they, they love it. Okay. They, 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 yeah, it, 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 it's, it's fascinating. There are people who are bumping up their cloud score significantly just become, being more active on Instagram.
1: So Pinterest isn't taking any power right now.
0: Pinterest isn't even a, it's not a connector yet. Okay. I don't know why they haven't. I think it should be,
1: yeah.
0: uh, they haven't asked me. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to weigh in on that, but again, this is a pretty, This is – it's kind of like where Twitter was in, what was it, 2007. Yeah. Um, You know, so this is – it's in its baby form now, and it's only going to – it's going to grow into an adolescent and an adult, and I think we're going to see a lot of changes as that happens.
1: So this company that bought them, what's their their deal? What do they do? Lithium, you said, right?
0: Well, you know, I – I don't know that I really understand what Lithium does. They say that they're a provider of social customer experience solutions. Okay. Um, I don't really know what that is, but I my guess is that they're very tied to what we're just discussing with like um, American Airlines. Uh, I'll give you a whole a couple of different examples. I was having a conversation with somebody on Twitter. I'd ask it was around Valentine's Day and I had asked if she got chocolate from her husband and she came back and said she gotten brownie brittle. You know, two two cases of it. Evidently, she really liked it, and I said, "Oh, I've never had brownie brittle." And lo and behold, I got a box of brownie brittle delivered to my house.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> you know, so brownie brittle was paying attention. Yeah. They were paying attention to who was mentioning them.
1: Uh-huh, saw uh, yeah. what my clout
0: score was and decided to send me a box. So to me, that is that's a customer experience solution, right? Yep. So I think that's where they're coming from. Um, but I'm, that's just, I'm surmising that nobody has told me that. Mm -hmm. I'll give you another example. Um, I love HostGator. I've got several reseller accounts with them and I recommend them as individual accounts for clients, uh, no hosting company is perfect. We've all had our share of horror stories, <laughs> and sites do go down, uh, especially when they're on shared, um, shared hosting. Sure. So um, I'll go through the typical due diligence of opening up a support ticket for myself or a client, sending it in with what the problem that we're experiencing is, and then wait an hour two hours depending upon the severity of the problem. And if I don't hear anything, I go onto Twitter and go to uh, the support. I think it's at HostGator support Mm -hmm. and just say, here's my support ticket number. And it's been two hours and I haven't heard anything. Could you check on that for me? And they will be back immediately and saying escalating within five or 10 minutes. Typically they're on it. Okay. Okay. So why do you think the, that they responded to me on Twitter faster than they did through the support ticket system?
1: Yeah, I see. They see your account.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So so it has it's just like you use the example of Brad Pitt. I mean, he's recognizable. Well online you're recognizable based on your influence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I start to see it. I mean, I don't have a huge following yet, about near 7,000, but uh, it's starting to have an effect, I notice. I've been getting invites from companies for free accounts, which I was never asking for to just try out because, you know, suddenly they see a post. I think when I did this Pinterest uh, experts post recently that... uh, Yeah, that went nuts. I think it got something like 1,200 shares or something crazy. Oh,
0: that's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, and and that's the whole thing. People notice that. Now, let's talk about your score a little bit so that you and your listeners understand how the score works. Sure, sure. Um, It's not how many fans or followers that you have or friends.
1: So not at all based on that?
0: It's, it's really not based on the number. It's of the number of friends, fans, followers that you have, how many of them are engaging with you? Mm-hmm. How many of them are retweeting a tweet or posting a like or a comment on Facebook? How many are giving it love on Instagram? It's, you know... You, people can have a lot of Twitter followers that nobody pays any attention to at all. They don't favorite anything. They don't, you know, retreat it. We retweet anything. Yeah, sure. Um, so what clout is measuring is your activity level. How many people are you actually reaching, which is not just the number of fans, followers, and friends. Does mm-hmm. that make sense?
1: Yeah, sure. Sure. Because you could have 10,000 fake followers and that means nothing. Right.
0: Yes, and even, I mean, a lot of people have real followers that don't even see what they're doing because they don't care.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So the
0: real thing with clout is that you need to be giving people good content. So yeah. this article that got all the activity, you gave them dynamite content, and, the, and people responded. Yeah, That's what clout is doing. And they're, they're constantly changing, and it's not perfect. And, and things, when I got the Wikipedia, Wikipedia page, um, what I found is that Clout measures my score differently now mm-hmm. than they did. Yeah. They, they, like, put you in a different category. So what was really important for me to be active, and I was getting a lot of bang for my buck before, <laughs> uh, now it's changed. So it changed from that standpoint, and it's also, I'm seeing changes now that lithium, maybe there were ch- changes that were in the works anyway, or there are changes that lithium is now putting in. But it used to be you'd have to wait a couple of days for them to pick up, for clout to pick up your activity, and now it's almost in real time. Mm-hmm. They may not have the measurement that they're going to give you for that post or, or tweet, but, uh, but they're picking it up right away. Okay. I find that very exciting because the more real time it is, like Google Analytics, you know, we don't have to wait a couple of days to see what's working. We can tell right away. Yeah. yeah, And that's now starting to happen with clout.
1: Okay. So it's going through, uh, I mean, being bought by someone and suddenly having uh, access to money certainly will allow them to develop things that are only been thinking of or give them servers they didn't have before and do this real time stuff. So. Yes it's really interesting because it's I've, as i said i haven't paid too much attention to it i know roughly my score is i don't know 64 or something i had a look once and it hasn't moved much and uh it's been like that for a while i think yeah as i said i'm not sure exactly how that's measured but my facebook is more or less dead i don't use facebook much i mostly use twitter um, Pinterest is big for me, but that's not measured by clout. So obviously that hasn't been exactly. picked up. <laughs> so we're exactly. Sure. exactly.
0: <laughs> and one thing too, you want to log into your clout account. Um, occasionally, uh, well, I'll tell you two reasons you want to, first of all, because sometimes the accounts get disconnected.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, it happens often with LinkedIn. And it's just they, they want you to re-verify or, like, reconnect it again. Yeah. So one of the things you might do is just log in and make sure that they're all connected, mm-hmm. anything that you want, and then play with it. Get active on Facebook or do something different than what you normally are and watch what happens. <laughs> The second thing is that now that they are providing what the, is curated content, they will provide content within your dashboard based on the topics that you have listed are your popular topics, the things that you know about and talk about, write about. And so you can go through, it'll bring up, like I always get Facebook, Twitter, social media. And then it, I post that because my profile, I, I got started in Facebook so early on that it was before there were pages. And so I used my profile for business. And it's even though I have Facebook fan pages, they never get the activity that my profile gets as a result. Yeah. So that's what I have connected to clout. And with that connection, um if I'm really active you know and it, it shows up on the, the the account then I see that I'm being offered more Facebook uh, curation content you know so there is a correlation they're they're tracking they're tracking what you're talking about where your activity is and they're feeding you the opportunity to schedule content to go out to either Facebook or Twitter or both and what I have noticed is that when I'm curating that content, I get bumps in my, I mean, even though my score is 83, you know that it's going to range from uh, 82.83 up to 83.40. And at the point that it gets to 83.51, it'll bump up to 84. So there's a range within that score of 83 on your case, 64. And you'll start to see the shifts. Um, and it is much easier that I think getting over 50, getting to 60 um, takes more effort to get to the 70s and every bump in the 70s, like to go from 74 to 75 to 76, it just gets harder. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is connect a few things that you're like, if you're not active or haven't been active on Instagram and you connect that, you'll start to see some activity right away. And you'll probably get up into the low 70s or higher. But every incremental step after that gets to be much more difficult.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, right? Because, I mean, you did also, uh, I was also looking at that earlier on, Last week, when we were talking about this podcast, you did that list of uh, was it top 100 clout people? Something and
0: they like? have discontinued that.
1: Yes, I couldn't find it anymore. <laughs> yeah, they
0: have dis- they have discontinued it, and um, I was really disappointed. I have sent a couple e- emails to cloud, and they keep saying, Oh, we have great things in the works, so I just have to assume that they have things that will be even better. But I really liked being able to see who the, and that's a a part of it. If you're, if you are having conversations with people on Twitter that have a clout score of 25 and you like them and you support them, that's fine. You know, they're, they're a person and and you like them and you want to do business and have conversations with them, but you want to be looking for people who have scores that are higher because then when you um, interact with them, their people are, are you know, at, at a higher level are it. It's an example of if you're going to do an email blast, a JV um, approach type thing, and somebody has a 100 email lists versus 10,000 email lists, which one would you pick to do the blast with?
1: Sure, sure. It goes to that.
0: <laughs> and, it's, and it's the same thing. You know, you might do it with a person that only has a 100 because you like them and you want to do that, but you're really going to be looking for the benefit to come to you with a list of Mm 10,000. So in addition to your activity on clout, it's really who are you interacting with? Who are you having that? Because the way that I reframed Dale Carnegie's four important things is that what we do is about positioning. So we want to position ourselves. And how we look is our branding, Uh, what we say is our core message, and how we say it is what creates the influence. Yeah,
1: Yeah, And it's also uh, an example of of this kind of thinking as well. I've heard many, many, many times, which is, you know, the people you surround yourself with basically enables you or defines you in many ways because – and I also have that issue right now because I I don't have many people around me in in Switzerland who – understand what I'm doing can help me with what I'm doing so I struggle with that and have to try to go online to to get that ability find forums find communities and so forth and this is a similar sort of way of thinking right if you always surround yourself with less influential people and people who aren't in a position to help you then you will struggle to develop and to grow
0: absolutely yep you hit the nail on the head
1: And I've seen it over and over again. If I've, uh, example was this, this Pinterest post. I mean, a lot of the people I wrote to, I knew, and I knew because I've, over the last 12 months, I've gradually, slowly just built contact with these kind of people and some of them, have quite some power, I mean, for example, Peg fitzpatrick was on there i don 't know if you know her i don 't know her really I well but I, I'd, yes I'd, I'd had contact with her so when I wrote to her, she knew my name it wasn 't a complete blind right because for her, I think she may or may not have otherwise responded because she 's very busy. And yes, not everyone on that list was like that, but some of them were certainly more difficult to get to than others. And most of them I knew already. So, I mean, not very well, as I said, I haven't spoken to them. I haven't podcasted with them or anything, but it helps to know people and at least have retweeted something to have had a bit of a chat on Twitter or whatever the forum may be. Right. And that's where this comes in. And I've used similar tools like Buzz Sumo before to see who's been tweeting my top posts, what kind of people are responding to my kind of content to see whether I'm really focusing on the right people or not, because it's sometimes really difficult to know, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and something I was thinking about too, as is, is you were explaining what you had done with your Pinterest article, is that I was selling computers way back when people didn't have computers type of thing. So you can pretty much date me in terms of
1: how old I'm saying I am. anything, <laughs>
0: but, yeah, but uh, the interesting thing is, you know, if I cold called somebody, it was really, you know, they either had to know of me because somebody said, Oh, you should do business with Susan Gilbert, you know, and then they were open, to the conversation or as I moved, you know, into the ranks of the corporate world and was working for AT&T, just working for AT&T was an, a, a door opener. But now people can go online and see who you are. Yeah. You know, they can tell what you, you know, is this person just, you know, if somebody was wanted to give you an interview or, or be interviewed, they're going to go to your website and, and the look of your website the activity within your website that 's going to speak volumes just like you know when I introduced myself as being with t, so um, it, things have shifted, but yet they 're still the same
1: yeah, it 's just, just a different technology <laughs> yes or yes. technology where there was none before, right yeah, I mean when you talk about all of this stuff it 's it's As you say, none of it is new. It's all people being people all over again. And when people say to you, you've got to be personal online, you've got to stop treating it like a computer and you've got to stop hiding behind your computer, it's basically a wake-up call to this whole fact of what you're saying about Dale Kaganagi's book about Having relationships and and forming relationships and and being a good person and being nice because if you approach someone cold on email and we get that all the time and I get it every day as well can you can you help me out with a plug in can you sell my plug in can you retweet this and I'm like who are you you know and it just it doesn't exactly. work so cloud exactly. is really becoming a, a really a way for brands to use all of that stuff because now we're talking about influencer marketing and all of these kinds of things, blogger outreach, and these are all becoming very popular topics, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as we reach out and we're doing it online, then we are influencing other people and that influence typically while it starts online online, will often go offline. Now, I know that doing a podcast, are we doing online, are we doing offline? But (laughs) but I'm talking to you in real time. And it started at Twitter, but here we are now. And I have that, and I'm sure you have that happen all the time, where it becomes much more personal after some social media exchanges take place.
1: Yeah, it's almost like a very online version of, uh, yeah, meeting someone. Like someone says, you can't go straight to the bedroom. You have to take the person to dinner first. And I think that's social media, get to know someone, send them a few tweets, retweet something, maybe write them an email. And then maybe in a few months time, you can ask them for something, but <laughs> it's just crazy. Yes. It's crazy the way people approach it. It's, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I never ask. I rarely ask. I feel really bad for asking, and then yeah, I get all these people who ask without not even knowing people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I find it. I find it just really rude. But that's just my upbringing. It's uh, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm well, not... and it is. You know, it, it's really marketing gone wrong. It's, yeah. There's always be <laughs> spammers. You know, and that's the category that I put that into because anybody who's a real professional will act exactly the way that you do. Is it's kind of like. You know, in the old days when you'd go to a networking group, you know, that was all together in one room, there would always be the person that would run up and stick their business card in your face and say, buy your insurance from me, right? Well, that's as rude there as it is when someone is reaching out to you uh, when they don't know you and they haven't built a relationship with you. So that networking meeting is great to get to know somebody and, you know, maybe the second or third time you're at the meeting, then you decide to set up a a one-on-one meeting. And so everything that we're doing really is the same. It's just, we're doing it online.
1: Yeah. And now it's being measured by clout, but uh, it's still ultimately, if you're not doing it correctly, as you say, they're measuring things and just having followers doesn't cut it. You've got to actually have interaction and you've yes. got to have genuine interaction. And I saw that Sumo did something similar. They also measured influences, and they showed you specific columns. It's probably a similar breakdown to what clout does of saying, okay, this person has influence, but have a closer look. What is the, what is that influence? Are they getting retweets? Are they retweeting? Are they mentioning? Are they, are they talking to people? And I think it's, uh, it's very important with that. So I've also noticed... The cloud has been, you've you have mentioned a couple of these things, but maybe people haven't picked up on it. Cloud is expanding. You've now got almost a buffer-like uh, interface where you can share curated content, right? That's one of their latest.
0: Yes, like, and, and if you do that, cloud likes that. Okay. When it measures, you know, on a scale of one to five dots, you know, how much influence. Uh, as long as a couple people retweet it or like it, um, it, you get a really nice bump. Okay. So there is a correlation there.
1: So, I mean, of course, they're liking, yeah, people using their own uh, their own system. And I noticed, I don't know how new this is because, as I said, I'm not really a cloud person, but you also get these perks, right? That's really interesting.
0: Yeah, the, the perks have been around from the very beginning, but, of okay. course, it's more and more People get involved. There are more perks that are of it, it, it they're being added in, and the perks are. I don't even know how they randomly choose who gets what because I, when I look at all the listings of the perks, I don't get every one. Okay. But when they send me a perk, then I I accept it and then I'll give all <laughs> feedback about it. And one of them, I got a baby thermometer.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't have a baby, but I have a friend who, whose daughter had a baby. So So why not? Baby thermometer, you know? So, so it's odd how some of the things that they come up with. Um, but it, you know, if you only do it for the perks and to me, the perks aren't really the perks that clout gives you. The perks are like some of the things that I mentioned to you before, um, being able to reach out to HostGator, knowing that um, you know probably not going to check into a Hyatt or a Weston that they're not going to know what my score is and be benefited from it. So to me, those are pretty big perks.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's becoming it's becoming more of a an issue whether people realize it or not. But if you're working in our kind of community. Building up your expertise and and how that's seen and measured, and we have to face it now. It's going to be measured. I mean, it's measurable. It's an online interaction, so you should probably start to take it seriously if you're serious about your your online profile, right? Because that is,
0: yeah, absolutely. You know, I when I first was writing the cloud book, I used the example of uh, our credit scores, and that didn't seem to resonate so much for people, but <laughs> <laughs> you know. But to me, it's the same thing. You know, you you can not pay your bills and have a bad credit score and then have to pay higher interest on your mortgage or a car or be declined for something that you might want to purchase. Um, it's You know, you have free will and you can't get mad at the credit score company because they're just doing their job. Or you can work really hard on always paying things on time, as you should, keeping your credit limits in line and having a good credit score. And uh, there are companies that, you know, if you're going to go buy a car, they're going to reach out to one or several credit scoring companies to see what your score is and determine whether you're a good risk or not. Yeah. That's what cloud is. So you can say that you don't like it. You can say that it's not perfect, and it's not, just like there are lots of mistakes that happen on credit reports. <laughs> but it is a system that's being used in order to determine the risk factor. And I do believe that cloud is being used um, as a scoring system to determine how big of a reach do you have and how influential can you be and how could this be helpful to my company.
1: Yep. Yeah, and as I said, if you're, if that is what you do, if that is your business, your, your name is your brand, then I think people really need to take it seriously. It's like LinkedIn. If you apply for a job and your LinkedIn profile is a mess, it may stop you from getting an interview.
0: Absolutely. Exactly. That's, a, that's, you're absolutely right. I mean, we are like it or not an online world. And so learning how to work with it rather than being a naysayer um, because we're not going to, it's not going to go away.
1: No, that's for sure. I think if anything, as you say, it makes more sense to me when I hear the story of American Airlines, it makes more sense to me that it's only going to get stronger because we're becoming more computerized. We're becoming more interlaced through the internet. Everything is becoming internet. I mean, there's a wave coming of this so-called, what do they call it? internet everywhere or there 's a special term for it, but a friend of mine 's uh, husband 's working on a project on a i don 't know exactly what he 's doing, but having devices hooked up for example, fridges or whatever that can order your food um, when you run out of milk or you know this kind of thing, and uh, when a light
0: oh or, I like that
1: yeah i mean okay. that 's where it 's going that's that 's where the internet is going, and i think it 's only a few years away, and you know like houses that you can unlock remotely when a friend comes to visit, you let them in. And uh, and that's basically what's happening with this influence. You as a person are now hooked in online through your social media accounts. People are monitoring you. So somehow be careful.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And kind of, you know, if we use the credit score where – you know it 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 measures and I don't I don't want that familiar with credit scores, but I know it measures over a time period. Sure. In other words, certain things stay on your credit report longer than other things, and it's it's measuring like you know, do you have a credit card that's maxed out or are you you know, is it paid off in full? So it's it's monitoring it. Clout is updated every 90 days. So when you log into clout, you'll see where your score was 90 days ago um, and where it is today. It mm-hmm. uh, also show what your highest score has been within that time frame. So as your cloud score goes up, your average goes up, and so that average gets computed into your current day score. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, sure. So it's basically a, like a ninety day a ninety day average is, is somehow influencing the current.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and so know that as your score goes up, because it's over 90 days, in other words, it's not going back to where I was a year ago. Yeah, It's only going back to where I was three months ago. So as my score goes up, that average goes up and it impacts the score.
1: Yeah. So if people wanting to take this seriously or at least take a look, what would you recommend they do? Pop onto Cloud and... Connect everything up.
0: Well, make sure it's connected. Uh huh. Make sure it's connected. If you have a Twitter account, it's there. But you just want to log in with either Twitter or Facebook, yeah. uh, and make sure that the at least the properties that you're active in are connected. If I, I'm pretty much of the mindset. I don't think everybody agrees with, with me, but I'm <laughs> of the mindset: if you're not active, don't
1: connect it. Yeah, I haven't, I'm the same. It's yeah.
0: not going to affect your score.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm not a four square person, so I, I disconnected it. It's there if I ever want to go back and become active, but you know, because of my lifestyle, I'm not checking in and out of places all the time. I'm just working in my barn. (laughs) So, uh, So I disconnected it. And, uh, but the ones that you are active or you want to become active, connect those and then start engaging with your audience and, um, watch what happens.
1: Yeah, and people should be doing that already. If you're not, if you're just uh, one of these people who jumps on Twitter and blasts everybody or never actually interacts with anybody, then this might be a good reason to start doing that. If you're serious about your online behavior and your online influence and the way you're seen online, I think uh, this might be a good way to measure how you're doing. Are Are you improving your interaction? Maybe take a look at it every month and see how you're doing. <laughs> Why not? Right.
0: But, you know, and, and because I'm a, somewhat of a fanatic, I mean, I'm logged in every day because I'm curating content from there every day. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I'm always watching, you know, what, what, what post or what tweet or uh, what photo um, did people like? Because you learn, you learn what your audience wants and you give them more of it.
1: So the stuff that's, you, so, just to give people an idea, so if you log into Cloud and you give Cloud some uh, topics that you're interested in, and they also look at what you're interested in as well, right? And then they give you suggested content from the day, from top uh, other influencers or stuff that they've found online, and you can then share that. Is that more or less correct?
0: Exactly. And here's the really fun thing. I'm not sure if you've had this happen yet, Ashley, but um, they will. They're paying attention because they uh, list my articles sometimes right, from so my you, can,
1: <laughs> you can tweet yourself. <laughs> so
0: we have to curate and it was like, Oh wow. There's one of my articles. <laughs> so I'm getting traffic from clout now.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: So another reason, you know, they're paying attention to who's out there and, um, and there's just a lot of ways to benefit in getting started is step number one. Yeah.
1: And then this stuff that you share through there, you can then go back and look what got engaged with.
0: Yes. Okay. And they, they score one through five. There's there's uh, dots next to it. Find, it's in your dashboard. It's not viewable to uh, someone who's just looking at your cloud okay. dashboard. Yeah, it's the, the your, inter- your
1: internal, private. So
0: it's it, just... is it internal. And they will list uh, either by uh, the property, the frequency, or the um, – most activity. And you've got little uh, tabs to choose from that. And they'll give you dots one through five. Okay. And so of course it's five that you got, you know, they, they scored that high. And if you got one dot or if it didn't show up at all in the feed, then that wasn't something that your audience was interested
1: in. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's three things you can basically do. Login, start using it as a way to share good stuff with your audience. If you're not using another way to do that already, like Feedly or whatever else people are using, or Buffer is now starting, I noticed, to do something similar. And then the third thing is, of course, if you don't care about anything else, you also get freebies. You get perks. (laughs) 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 Even if you don't care about the rest, there's stuff in there. Like yesterday I was looking through it. Before our interview, I thought I'll have a look and see what's going on in cloud, and there was um an offer from i don't know if you know moo they do these business really cool business cards yes and yes. Uh, that I was interested in but there's some really random stuff and i'm not even sure if they'll send me it in switzerland because i'm guessing a lot of it is uh, states oriented and there was some really un- unusual categories i could choose from all sorts of health fitness whatever crazy stuff and i'm thinking why Why do yeah, i get, Why do amazing. i get these perks <laughs>
0: It's amazing some of this stuff. And again, this is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because the the brands know this is a way that they can get out into the hands of the people that, um, have influence.
1: It's exactly. Which is exactly, we've come full circle. So that is influence. And if you're on there, you become influential. It's an even, it's a way to get products, uh, which maybe you can even review on your blog or get a relationship with a company through that as well. So win, win, win. Everyone can win. They should. Give cloud a go. <laughs>
0: That's right. I mean, there's nothing to lose if you if you log in. You don't like it. You don't believe in it. You can always delete your account. But uh, I, it's kind of like you know people laughed when when we were using Twitter and Facebook, and look where it is now. So uh, I think it's here to stay.
1: Yeah, sure. Give it a go. I think if people are serious online and they're looking to. Yeah, get their name known or even just to get a few freebies for fun. They should should at least, yeah, give it a go. I've been on there a few times and it's it's always interesting to see what's going on. And it's changing constantly. And now with lithium having bought it, who knows what's going to happen. And I just saw another article from someone today about Clout, So people are still talking about it. And, uh, yeah. Yes. I think everyone should take a look. Well, that's a
0: big buyout. I mean, for a young company. 200 million and I get that that's it, it wasn't all cash and there's private stock and that 200 million but still that's pretty amazing
1: yeah yeah. not everyone's WhatsApp they're not all going to get billions of dollars for a small piece of software so yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll we'll end our discussion there. Is there anything you quickly wanted to touch on before we go? You've got your your book on Amazon, of course, which I'll put a link to in the show notes. So oh, people,
0: wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Sure, we'll, put,
1: we'll put that in there. That's if people are and more interested to check in that. Out
0: your interest article.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. It went everywhere. It was crazy. I think it got 350 <laughs> tweets and 700 pins, and it's. I've never. I've never done anything like it it was quite a, I just found a really small little niche of uh, a topic basically and that really yeah it hit home so That's great. And the best That's place the to find best you best online niche. is is uh, Twitter the best place to connect with you
0: sure you know my my website SusanGilbert.com. i publish articles there monday through friday on social media and uh and promotional work online and then certainly twitter it's at susan gilbert
1: easy (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right thanks susan i appreciate your time and we'll have another chat about social media in the future i'm sure
0: that's wonderful thank you so much ashley all right
1: thank you too ciao bye-bye So you better get busy on clout. Susan Gilbert's certainly given you some interesting reasons to get on clout. Clout is becoming far more influential itself, and it's certainly keeping track of what you're doing online. So if influence is something that you care about and you want to have more influence online and increase your brand's influence, then I certainly recommend you take a look at clout at least hook up your account, see what kind of score you get. You get some perks on there. I just ordered some business cards the other day for free. And if you're in the States, you get a lot more stuff. I haven't got access to all of it, but they certainly can ship you some goodies on a regular basis if you constantly take a look at that. So if for no other reason, then go on there just to check out the perks. But uh, there are other reasons, of course, and your influence is one of them. So thanks for listening. I hope you got a lot of great info out of that, as did I. And uh As usual, if you like the show, I'd appreciate a review on Stitcher or iTunes and uh, yeah, hope to see you next week.